You're listening to the Your Queer Story podcast, the podcast that inspires peace, love, and radicalism, led by your favorite hosts, Evan Jones and Paul Hobbs. Trigger warning. Our content covers centuries of LGBTQ plus stories, and occasionally we may use outdated language or cover topics that include violence, assault, homophobia, transphobia, as well as other injustices against marginalized communities. Make sure you subscribe and review wherever you are listening, and be sure to follow us on all social media at Your Queer Story. And if you want exclusive content, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash yourqueerstory. You're here, now let's get queer. Welcome to the Your Queer Story podcast, the podcast that inspires peace, love, and radicalism, and maybe a touch of anxiety today. Yes. Did um, you like my therapy voice? I did. I did. Are we, is that a normal thing now? Is no, I just thought episode? I was going to... Uh, <laughs> Call uh, everybody. We're right before the election. And I think panic. everybody needs a little... Don't panic. A little soothing in their ears, <laughs> their ear holes. So we are... Um, we're six days away from the election. That will change everything or change nothing and most likely really change nothing. No, it'll change everything either way. You, you know what? I found I finally found a good analogy. I finally found a good analogy to voting for Biden. I was like, here's my here's my thing. It's like you're hanging off the edge of a cliff. You've been stranded in the desert. You broke your leg and then you fell and you tripped off the cliff and you're hanging there. And Joe Biden comes along and he pulls you up off the cliff. But he still leaves you stranded in the desert with a broken leg. So does it help you? No. But everybody's like, you got to be super grateful for the fact that he pulled you off the cliff. And de- like technically, yes, you, you have might to be die grateful in a for few that. days. But you, <laughs> you didn't might die, die in, in the there. desert. But you didn't fall to your doom. So I guess it's better. And that's why we're voting for Joe Biden. I yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I saw something funny that was like. Um, Republicans versus Democrats and it was like um do you care about me and then the Republican just said no and then it was like do you care about me and then it was Democrat and I just said no but then I had like a rainbow flag and it said hashtag BLM <laughs> that's that's basically it yeah, yeah that's the, it. the reality is that <laughs> unfortunately the basis that each party currently represents is not for the people it's very mm-hmm. much like the corporations and whoever has their most money in the pockets you do have your people that work under the umbrella of the democratic party like bernie sanders and aoc and people like that elizabeth warren mm-hmm. if our country was like any other country we would have more political parties and they would probably all be underneath a different umbrella yeah but unfortunately because of the two-party system that's where we're at and it's allowed money to take over everything yeah that's capitalism. Well, there was an interesting thing because a lot of people have been talking about like Noam Chomsky. Um, somebody did an interview with them about like, shouldn't we just vote for Trump and let it burn or not vote at all? And, mm-hmm. and Chomsky was like, you know, you're, you're all you're doing is either way it's going to burn. Like we've reached this point where things are going to explode and they're going to dissolve. You're just making it how much harder it's going to be for us to come back. Mm-hmm. So if you vote for Trump and you install four more years of harmful pro- of, of issues that's more that we have to come back from and mm-hmm. that's more harm that's done to people in those four years 
regard whether if you vote for Biden, it's not where we want to be, but at least we're we're starting a little bit ahead of where we would have been. Mm-hmm. It's not giving in. It's not letting the the capitalists win. I mean, it is, but. Either way, that we let the capitalists win. If you vote for Trump or you don't vote, you let the capitalists win. If you vote for Biden, you let the capitalists win. But we might have a chance to turn things around. Um, I don't believe in changing the party from within. I believe that we need a different party. Yeah. But I'm just like right now today, am, I, and I also think that people need to check their privilege. Like, how much are you directly going to be affected by a Trump presidency? Uh, especially with Amy getting in there. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like, well, he could easily overturn marriage equality at that point i mean right. people like us living in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. we'd be fine but when you think about places like indiana or a lot of other places in the midwest a lot of those marriages what happens to them exactly so like when i'm thinking when i'm hearing a lot of like white progressives being upset and saying i'm not going to vote or i won't vote for biden i'm i'm all that i'm wondering is like are you in a city where you're going to be protected and you're white and are you straight? Are you queer? Like, what are you literally going to lose with the mm-hmm. Trump presidency? Because with a with a Trump presidency, there are black people that will die because he is president. There are disabled people that will die because he's president. There are queer people in Midwest and Southern states that will lose their right to be and married to their president. Potentially die to their, by to their beatings partner. and, mm-hmm. you know, hatred. Exactly. Violence. Yes. The, the, yeah. Who could also die? There, there are Muslims individuals. There are Mexican and, and Latinx people who are Latinx people, I always say Latinx, Latinx people who are going to be directly harmed for a, by a Trump presidency, by a Trump presidency. So I think it's a little, it's wrong for a white person who, yes, you're going to be harmed by the overall impact that has on America. But when you, it's not going to directly impact your relationship and it's not going to directly impact your wallet and it's not going to directly impact your ability to live. I think it's kind of ridiculous for you to insist that everybody shouldn't vote or that they shouldn't vote for Biden or whatever. It's just privileged. Mm -hmm. The state of the country right now is at a place where capitalism has devolved into a monstrous structure um, that... An oligarchy. Yes, an oligarchy. Mm -hmm. And I I can't say that it was ever founded or designed to help people of all races and everything as a land of the free, as we were all told growing up, because it was founded by white slave owners, all male. Colonizers, yeah. Um, But... You do see now a point where even just your quote-unquote average person in the United States is slowly being chipped away at and worn down. And we are coming to a point where (laughs) there's going to be some kind of riot or revolt or something's going to happen because you have both sides so angry at each other. So, you know, they're both tearing each other down in reality everybody should be looking up at who's representing us yeah. and the system that's in place that's keeping everybody in poverty and and all of these other issues that we're having as a country. Yeah. Yeah. I And that's, that's what I say. Like, we are, either way, things are going to fall apart. I, I feel completely confident that it's going to fall apart. Whether Biden gets in the presidency or Trump gets in the presidency, I think it's a matter of how violent the turnover mm-hmm. is 
and we want as little violence as possible, provided that as much change as possible is also happening. And and so that's that's where we're at. And and I will not tell people to vote for Biden because I'm not going to tell people to vote for a man that does not support their values. But I am going to tell them to check their privilege before they start touting off that they're not going to vote for Biden or, or that we shouldn't vote for him. And I right. also am going to tell, tell them to check their privilege before they decide not to vote at all because – that that also impacts people. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't vote for Biden, there are still senators and representatives and things that are exactly. for election. If you don't, if you just cannot vote for president, you cannot bring yourself to do it. Who are your senators? Because these are the people, <clears throat> these are the people that are going to be carrying the country through whatever president we have. And these are the people who put in place the Supreme Court mm-hmm. justices and everything like that. The, I feel like in school that you're not taught enough about all of these other positions. You're mm-hmm. only taught like you got to vote for president. You got to vote yeah. for president, but nobody teaches you fucking go vote for your senators and representatives. Here's how you research your senators and representatives. That's not taught. And that is such a vital, that's a third of our government. Right. And if you want to break apart that two party system, if you want to break down capitalism and you want to rewrite those laws, who are the people that do that? Your senators, your representatives. Right. So if you're not voting for senators and representatives that are going to change that, then then what the fuck are you doing? How are you expecting? You think we're just going to have a, a, a war and it's all going to change? I just don't understand that thinking. Because mm. even if we had a war, like look at the one civil war we had. It was still very clear, like conservative versus progressives. Right. It was very united fronts. There was not an uprising of a, a couple small militias that overthrew an entire government. That's not what happened in our mm-hmm. one civil war. And that's really not what happens in most civil wars. In most civil wars, when the few militia try to uprise or overthrow a government, they just get squashed and then maybe change happens. Maybe it doesn't, but you know, it's just this, when you think talking about a revolution, what does that look like? Are you just saying buzzwords? Or are you thinking through what that looks like and how that needs to be done? Mm-hmm. But so yeah, so when you when you're talking about a revolution and you're using these terms, you need to think through what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Like there, you know, you can't just be the person online going, you know, saying Black Lives Matters and this and that and the other, but not even knowing what that means, not mm-hmm. even knowing what the the group wants to do to move forward, not knowing how you can help, not knowing mm-hmm. the changes that need to play, j- take place. Just because you're putting your profile picture as a black square and saying hashtag Black Lives Matter, that doesn't do shit. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And honestly, and the thing about voting is like there's so many ways to vote now. You you can do early voting if you're worried about mailing in your vote. And, you and there's actually been a huge, uh, I think huge like bite. the biggest early voting our country's ever had, at least yeah. in modern times. I don't know if that's true for the entire existence of the country, yeah. but... I saw um, a, fr- a friend of mine went to go early vote, and the line was... Yeah, my mom went too, vote. and she yeah. said the line was crazy. Which is great. So there's early voting, which is in most weekends in your county, so you can early vote. Um, so, I mean, this weekend is probably the last weekend that you can whenever this episode drops, so check it out. Look up vote.org and find out where you can vote, or there's a bunch of other websites that mm-hmm. are out there that you can you can check out where your early voting is. I finally remember the point I wanted to What's make. What's your point? For all of the people who say something like blow, vote blue no matter who, you really need to check your candidates. Oh, Because yeah. very recently, um, there was an article floating around in a, I don't remember where, but the a Democrat blue was thrown out by a democratic challenger and the democrat who was thrown out 
was anti-gay marriage, like basically a conservative Democrat, and was overthrown by a drag queen mm, yeah. or who had done drag. I don't know that he would identify as a drag queen, but he had done it. So like, you really need to um, educate yourself on who these people are. They're not just because they're a Democrat does not mean they're looking out for you. Exactly. So yeah. So doing your research and again. Everything is accessible. If you're listening to this podcast, you're most likely listening. You on know your how phone. to get. You know how to Google information. You're probably a younger individual. I mean, if you're older, that's fine. You still know how to Google. Everybody knows how to do Google. All you need to do is Google the names of the people, see where they stand, and mm-hmm. go vote. You again, like I said, you, you can, can even go, find them on Twitter, and just you can spend two minutes looking at their Twitter timeline and have an idea of what they stand for. Right. And I'm here, I'm on vote.org, which has all a lot of the information that you need. It has what your state is, when your early voting begins. Most have started two weeks before election. Some of them started up to 30 days before the election. Most of them um, end the day before election or they end like the Monday before election or the, t- the Sunday before election. So again, you can get in that, that weekend. So to say you don't have time. It's just not real. Maybe you are working seven days a week, but this is a very important. So mm-hmm. take four hours off and do what you need to do. Or you could still require your mail-in ballot. So fill you, it out. If you're working seven days a week, 16 hours a day, fill it out at 2 a.m. Yep, and exactly. Mail it out. It fill it out on your long. lunch break and mail it in. As long as it's postmarked by the time, by November 3rd, then it counts. Mail in your ballot. And then, you know, like I said, if you need to go on voting day, go on voting day and make sure you plan ahead of time. And on voting day, they have rides. We told you in one of our previous episodes, you can call your local polling station or you can tra- call your local rep- uh, Republican or Democrat office and you can request a ride. People will pick you up. Exactly. They will send a van to pick you up. Um, you can, you know, mo- usually Uber and Lyft have deals, if not completely free li- rides mm-hmm. to and from the polling stations. There are plenty of ways to get a ride. There are plenty of ways to vote. Do I wish that we could vote online? Yes, but we're oh not gosh, there that yet. That would be incredible. And another point, if you're living somewhere that's not like super back roady, if you're like living more towards a city area or even just a small town, a lot of times the voting places aren't that far away. Worst case scenario, mm-hmm. it might be in walking distance. Like my uh, polling place, for example, I could walk there in five minutes. Yeah. So it's just check it out. There's multiple ways to get there. Um, it's it really does matter. I know at the top of every app you've been using at the top oh of every God. website, especially on something like Facebook, it took up half of my screen this morning. But I know you've heard the message. It really does matter for people like you and me, for people like Evan, for people like mm-hmm. Evan's family that he's been growing, for you know your the families across the Midwest, the South, that you don't necessarily have to think about if you don't live there because those other states really are like another country. They they are, and it's like that point you made about like my family, like we hope to adopt, and if Trump gets in office. We can adopt in Rhode Island, but we can't leave Rhode Island. And right. I don't know what life it's going to take us. But I, if I know I can't move to half the states in the country because I, my my adoption of my children will be invalidated. I will not have guardianship of my children. Do you understand what that does for queer people? So when people say that I, it doesn't matter if I vote, it fucking matters if I vote. And when someone says, oh, we could just agree to disagree. No, motherfucker, we can't agree to disagree. We cannot agree to disagree on whether or not I should have guardianship of my goddamn kids. Right. You know, or like if that, you should be able to marry your wife and for you to or be like, oh, I should be sorry, able to, we disagree on that. Right. Fuck off. Or if I should be able to marry David and then, like you said, not exactly. be able to leave Rhode Island and go, you know, what if I had to, what if something happened in my family where we had to move to Indiana for to take care you of know, your mother or my sisters you know? or something, you know, and oh, sorry, I'm not married anymore. So if something were to happen, my fucking asshole of a father could just come and take half of everything. Exactly. 
So it, like that stuff, those are real fears and they're not, they're, they're not made up. They're, real they're fears not that fucking trigger have. words that the, <laughs> the Democrats are using to scare you. Exactly. It's reality. <laughs> you know what's propaganda? The fucking idea of late term abortions is propaganda. The idea Did that you see Pete Buttigieg's response? Yes. That and I will say, good. the thing about Pete Buttigieg, because I have my problems and I've, <laughs> I've made that clear, but he, do, he does speak very well and mm-hmm. he makes some great comebacks. He also had his comeback about, you know, the semantics of uh, like somebody was saying, you know what I think he Kamala, would be good at? What? A, a secretary of state. Oh, he probably would be. He'd be I think really that would be a good spot for and him. And he might actually end up. Maybe that's why he's mm-hmm. campaigning so hard. And it, it would be good. No, but like he, like someone was like, Do you, don't you think it's bad that Kamala Harris has gone back on whatever position it was? And, and he's like, you know what? These are just semantics. Uh, you know, you could ask why evangelical Christians support a man who got caught with a porn star. But we don't ask that, do we? But he did ask that. <laughs> um, you know, like he, he does very good. And he made that point about, mm-hmm. you know, like the idea if a woman is having an abortion in nine months it's not because at nine months she was like, oh, my God, am I fucking pregnant? I've got to right. get rid of this thing. He, he made the point like, you know, they've picked out a name. They've mm-hmm. picked out. They've de- decorated the room. They've told their family. They've gotten these parties planned. And now they're at like the probably the hardest decision they've ever had to fucking make yeah. in their life. Yeah. And they'll probably ever have to make going forward. Like it's not they didn't do it just to fucking do it. And they're not having a fucking nine month abortion party. Exactly. It, that's it's such a dumb, but it's such a dumb propaganda spiel that is not based in any kind of reality. And, and you know what? Furthermore, it takes away a, a couple's right to make a decision. Like imagine the doctor coming to you and saying, um, your wife is dying. We either have to abort the pregnancy or we have to save her. Um, unfortunately, you don't get to make that decision because law requires that we save the baby. So it's probably going to kill both of them. But just wanted to let you know. Yeah, there's like a five percent chance that the baby will live. And you, and if the baby lives, um, they're going to be disabled for the rest of their life. And you're not going to get any support from us or the government to take mm-hmm. care of that child. And you're going to have to be a single father taking care of this child that now requires your constant attention. But that's not our problem. And your wife's going to be dead. But... I'm so glad that we voted for you not to be able to help have, have any kind of say in this important decision in your life. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and take a sweet seat, a seat, sweetie, and we'll be back out. Yeah, that's like, and that's what I mean. And but the thing is, having grown up in that world, I know that people believe a hundred percent that babies are being aborted at nine months just for the hell of it. They believe that, like, I remember services where they would get up and they they were like, I, I think, you know, you can just, the baby's head comes out and they stick a they stick a needle in there and they kill that baby right there with his head sticking out. That's what partial, that's what partial birth. And then what, they just pull the rest out? And then like, they just pull out the dead baby and they're like, and then that mother can just go on with her nope, life. Like then she the Democrats take that baby and use it for research. Exactly. And that's they what, eat it. That's what's going on. And they eat and it. And they absolutely. eat the body parts. And it sounds insane, but that is literally what people on the far right believe. So, uh, but anyways, I don't know. We're not helping. We're supposed to be helping people with their election anxiety. <laughs> Everybody's like, their hearts like <laughs> They're this. They're like, oh my God, what are these people getting dropped out? So my point is, also, I wanted, I wanted to talk about that. Because yes, we're talking about you need to vote. And we believe that you need to vote. And whatever that is, vote for your local officials. Vote for your state representatives. Um, and vote for the president if you feel that you can. But also, be aware and take care of yourself because it is going to be a hard few days, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of anxiety. And everybody's going to be watching the news, but it's mm-hmm. gonna we're not going to have a definitive answer right away. I don't think because of all you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, especially with mail-in ballots and things. We might not have an answer the night of. Exactly, there's a good chance we won't. So 
Also preparing for that, checking in on your friends that are already struggling so much. If you yourself are struggling, reaching out for support. Have that ready. Do you have somebody that you need? Maybe it's your therapist that you need to have on on speed dial. Therapist phones are just going to be blowing up. My, I can text my therapist, <laughs> and I, it's usually just she's just texting me like, "Hey, don't forget yeah. we have an appointment yeah. tomorrow. Call me at this time." But I've texted her before, and she's responded. So yeah. Have that. You in never know, place. Sarah. You might be getting a message. <laughs> um, have some support. Um, if you have any virtual support groups that you can join, if you have any, um, the like Your Queer Facebook Story virtual groups. support. Group. Yeah, we have Just, our we uh, have our Facebook group, or, or that one. Um, that one's on Fridays. So, um, if you there's any support groups that you can be a part of, if there's any anyone that you need to have, if you have a sponsor, if there's someone that you need to have ready, have that ready, have that plan in place. Um, be prepared to reach out to people. Be prepared to... And don't be ashamed of reaching for reaching mm-hmm. out to people because a lot of people struggle to reach out with somebody because they feel like they're putting a burden on somebody. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that that person on the other end more than likely would rather you reach out to them and will not be upset that you reach out to them. And they want to you know, help you feel better. Yeah. It's human nature to want to help somebody feel better. So don't feel like you're burdening somebody else. If you need somebody, reach out. Yeah, you need to reach out um, and you need to utilize self-care. So don't, you know, cancel that appointment. Don't go to, I mean, some people go to like parties or whatever appointments because they want to forget and maybe, but, you know, if you've put a lot on your plate during that week, maybe clear it off. Maybe decide I'm not going to do these extra things that week. And guess what? You don't have to feel bad if you cancel something. And I'm gonna I do out. it all the time. <laughs> we cancel things. We will not have an episode on November 4th. We love you. And we are, you know, we want to support you guys. But we also utilize self-care and mm-hmm. trying to write a script during the week before the election. is just too much. Yeah. And we can't do it. That would be it. miserable. So, um, yeah. You, yeah, we can't. So, like, you know, clear off some, some things that you have. Uh, take some extra space with the people that matter to you. And and do what you need. Meditate, exercise, eat healthy, or eat like shit. But take, take a your medicine. Bath. Take a bubble bath. That's my go-to. If I'm like real fucking out of it, I will lay in the bathtub. I usually will bring my phone in there, turn off all the lights, light like six candles, and I'll just lay in there. I might watch something on Netflix. I might scroll through Facebook. I might just read a website. I don't know. But mm-hmm. just that's my thing. I just yeah. get in the bath and I block the rest of the world out. Do whatever it is you knew that gives you comfort and and refills you. And then remember, it is not the end of the world. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how bad it feels. It is not over. Look at history. We've been for two and a half years. We've been telling you all about queer history and how many times did it look so bleak? And how many? So many times people have been shut out. So many times Mm -hmm. people have been killed. So many times our existence has been put into question. Yeah. We're still here, motherfuckers. Time again and again and again through the centuries. We have faced incredible odds. We have been locked up. We have been beaten. We have been killed. We have chemically been castrated. Mocked, castrated. We've been lobotomized. Let me tell the things that the queer community has gone through are astounding. And then if you add in the fact that, you know, intersecting um, I, um, identities such as your gender, your um, your, uh, ethnicity. your ethnicity, your race, religion, when you add in those things, look at, yes, it's it does appear bleak, but look at how much we've overcome. And every time we come back, because progress continues to move forward, that's why it's called progress. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to move forward no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, before we finish up, I just want to share something funny that I saw on Facebook. Somebody uh, said like, 
oh, Republicans are saying if uh, Biden wins, they're going to leave the country. And they were like, good luck looking for a modern uh, a modern country without health care, mm-hmm. women's rights, uh, freedom of re- like religious protect uh, freedom from religion and um, a few other things. And they were like, uh, Afghanistan comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. If that's what you want. Honestly, if they do leave, it would be really interesting because it most likely would do exactly what happened time and time again in history where like you leave and you decide that you're going to uh, establish a theocracy and then goes into a dark age time and time again. Mm-hmm. Look at look at Europe, dark ages, look at and then how progressive the Middle East was and then religion took over theocracies only lead to dark ages because because it it just allows the religious leaders to oppress mm -hmm. everybody and instill any laws anything they want and they can just fucking pull it out of their ass they don't need anything other than to say oh well this is what i believe i was praying this morning and this is what jesus said so that's what we're doing and you know what and that and whatever but what's most important is remember is it's not over because it can be very easy to get caught up in the idea of like we're we're never going to come back for this especially if you have anxiety and panic attacks Mm -hmm. when that panic attack hits i know it's so scary yeah when my panic attack hits i honestly like i look if it's about myself i look at my life but when my panic attack hits about like society history is what saves me that mm-hmm. is what pulls me back because i look and i i know what you know we're talking about voting rights i know the how women were not allowed to vote and i know what they went through to get that vote and today it's laughable when someone says that women shouldn't vote but a hundred years ago it would have been perfectly it was normal. very it was you know like we didn't like like we it was a one year into women being allowed to vote mm-hmm. you know it's like history shows me again and again that as as awful as things can get humans are resilient and we will be resilient and it might look very different when all is said and done but we will come out of this and we will come out of this together and through it all we're gonna stay queer and we're not gonna get lobotomies <laughs> and <laughs> we are going to resist the oppressors our proud homocrats and say our same suckling sapphists um and we'll continue to have sodomy circuses even if they have to be in the dark <laughs> that's right and black lives will always matter as well as our other minorities. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you are listening and follow us on social media at Your Queer Story. Like what you heard? Want to share your story? Send us a voice message to add to the podcast from the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash yourqueerstory. And if you would like to support the work we do or get exclusive content, check us out on patreon.com slash yourqueerstory. See you next week. Bye. Bye.